0: Hey, what's good guys? It's your favorite podcasters back with an interesting conversation around tech. This week, we had a late night chat with full stack developer Hulani Baloi. This was quite an honest conversation on working your way up, networking, and how to really put yourself out there as a young professional in such a fast paced industry. So we really hope you'll love this one as much as we did. If you do, please do share it on the socials. (laughs) <laughs> okay. But sometimes we also literally don't remember what happened in the past few days. All I remember is Mbali screaming at a guy. A lady was like, There's no shading and then this lady was like, And then ah, this guy yeah. wrote a whole entire essay about how he he, he really doesn't like that. Um <laughs> he really doesn't like that
1: and he really like, was the lady to not do it. At that stage. Yeah.
0: And and Bali scrum literally scrum yeah. at that. She was not at that sure. she, she was not, not having but it.
1: The guy's communicating <laughs> what he well, wants. Boundaries. Boundaries for a Big Mac, guys. Like only the boundaries of Big Mac. Big Mac boundaries. Come on. But
0: but Bali, um, where did the guy where where did the girl ask for? Um a big
1: Mac. Way. No, I'm saying like she no, asked man. for food. Like she could have she gotten he, he could have gotten like the cheapest meal ever. You know, yeah. I'm just making an example of like the cheapest meal for street Yeah, big Mac.
0: <laughs> but the guy is saying most that you yeah, know he doesn't feel comfortable with being asked such things, although it's literally not a big deal. But at least he's no, saying what he wants she and doesn't said,
2: want. She said she said there's load shedding. I'm load shedded. I know you. And it's like one of those things where it's like we're talking, I think we're cool. I could have just asked my friend as well because like we're cool, right? Yes. It doesn't matter.
1: Like we're and in that circle, right? We're cool. Mm-hmm.
2: There was just no need for like drama if you don't have money just say you know he could have, have
1: said money. no that's the thing like he could say i don't have money or no it's fine he's setting boundaries but for him to
0: yo can you repeat that we literally I, couldn't hear am you I, am i the only one yeah i
2: couldn't hear him Bali as well
0: <laughs> yeah you said uh oh, it's okay that was, he said I, no and
1: then i mean he- it's okay for him to say no like hmm. it's his money you know boundaries yes but for him to say that like we're not at that stage in a relationship. Like there's there's boundaries. There's like a uh, like the, there's hoops that must be jumped first before I deserve like a Big Mac during load tripping. It's like he's saying it's a stage in a relationship. Like you could have literally asked anyone. Like you're in my circle. I have friends. Like you know we cool like that. I can ask you. So if you don't have the money or you don't want to, it's fine. But to say hey we know that, it's, that it should be okay it.
0: <laughs> um yeah, no. i think it's traumatized I'm, I'm with you honestly yeah. i think he was traumatized maybe like he's had no, a lot of people she, take he's advantage one, of him he's,
2: nah he's the one who's traumatizing everyone <laughs> that's trauma like he you know <laughs> i'm sure the lady was traumatized
1: yeah, no. <laughs>
0: i shame. i wonder what was I
1: the girl
0: um, no that's <laughs> That's the
1: only one I can remember. <laughs> so okay, guys, let's start the episode thing. Let's start. Let's just start from the beginning. Tulani, you could please just introduce yourself and what you do and just give us a bit of insight into who Tulani is. And, and yeah.
2: So hi guys. Uh my name is Tulani Baloyi. I'm a software engineer, uh, currently work for a BOC company, Austria based. My day to day kind of a job is that of customizing. So the company I work for sells um, software or rather BPM software. So what I do is that when a company comes I mean, or rather when a client comes, they would want to have the software that we sell customized customized to fit their needs. And that's what I basically do. Before working for BOC, I worked for McKinsey for three plus years, six years. and what I did then was consulting work which consisted of working for banking, insurance and a bit of retail and e-commerce and uh, I think what I did on a daily basis is just really digital transformation for all those clients that I worked for. Prior to McKinsey Experience I worked for IBM for, for two years as a strategy consultant and what I did then was mostly work for telecommunication companies and this was more on building software using design design thinking approaches. I started off my career at Geek Culture as a mobile and web developer. Apart from all the other stuff that I do or rather like that I've done from a professional level, I also am part of um, Shitonga Language Foundation, which is uh, um, a foundation that we Uh, or rather I'm part of that actually focuses on digitizing the Shitsonga language or rather trying to reserve the Shitsonga language using digital platforms. So we have digital dictionary on all different kind of mobiles and web apps and also just like WhatsApp bots. I'm also part of Black Girls Code as a um, chairperson for the... Johannesburg chapter, and what we do at Black Girls Court is to introduce girls from 7 to 17 to um coding or rather stem carriers so what black girls code stands for is that um all the like the girls of color should be in a position where they are introduced to a tech from an early age or rather stem in an early age but like the group or rather the team that i work with all of us are more on the tech side so STEM as a as as a, as a as a field, we um focus more on the tech part of things because that what that's what we exposed to. I generally am a coder, traveler, and an African who loves a lot of ice cream and a YouTuber
0: as well. Yes,
2: <laughs> I always forget this <laughs> every single time. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's a full time job, so this that. At all times. Yeah. I think you know the question that I'm (laughs) going to ask right now. It's mainly based around how you found yourself in the place that you are. Like centered around your Mm. passions, centered around what you do in life and just in a very good space where you're doing what you love. You know, how did you get to that point?
2: Mm. I think... For me, it's it's been one of those things where I don't think I always knew that this is something that I always love or rather like be in a position where I'm excited about, but from a point that I got to be exposed to this space, and I think more than anything, it's worth me mentioning culture that having been in a space where everyone was just excited about tech and everyone was excited about doing and trying out new things. I got really inspired from that time. And from then, I just really, um, ran with, 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 with the idea of being a coder, um, and being in tech. And I think one thing that actually really helped in the process was just being on that level of like, um, trying out different things and having to be, to be surrounded by people who are actually also 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 trying and i think in general i'm like one person who's always raising their hand to things even sometimes when i actually don't know if i'm capable or 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 anything because i think the only way to really find out if i'm capable of anything is when i tried it out so i'm not one to really Mm. wait and Mm. say hey um i'm gonna do this thing when i'm i'm very sure that i'm able to do it so i'm i'm just ready to raise my hand every time and just be like hey this is something that i want to try out and let's see how that goes so it's just really been on that level in most cases for me
1: i think that's interesting because firstly the one question that i wanted to ask you was like how many days do you have in a day how many hours do you have in a day like you are doing like a whole lot i feel like in life i'm doing half what you're doing and i'm just not coping at all so like how do you have time for youtube for everything that you do on the side the black girls code and work like how do you make sure that you know everything is well catered for and you're not lacking anyway in all that you're doing.
2: I could actually sit here and be like, oh my gosh, I'm like the superwoman who's actually just able to do all those things whenever it feels right. But that would be a lie. I think on my side, I've sort of like really been in a position where I have defined what a main thing, like what what is my main thing. Also, have tried to be in the po- in a position where I'm I'm able to prioritize stuff. So I'll give an example with 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 YouTube. I'm not in in a position to touch anything YouTube during the week, um, because that is something that I do sometimes to just like really distress. So. I haven't really looked at that part of my life as something that is really much work. It's more on that level of like really doing something that is like is help help like helping me disconnect from the craziness and the serious seriousness of everything that I do. So, uh, working out on weekend and like really looking at my camera and talking alone is just like one of those things where I'm just like, okay, this is fun. Um, I'm just doing it to distress. But generally, I try and really prioritize. Um, and I'll give an example with um, Shitsonga Mm -hmm. that in most cases um, we have like meetings maybe on a Tuesday and I know that Tuesdays are mostly dedicated to, 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 to Shitsonga on that level and also there's like a certain time that is potentially allocated to that and i think um as an organization we're not necessarily on that level of really just demanded to be um fully present every, all time every day with the platform that we've built we sort of like uh okay to not fully present every day i think for me i know that my job is my main thing and i have every other thing that comes so that prioritization makes sense for me that um if i can say that i have this specific day, um, and th- th- this doesn't always work, but I have a specific day that is um, dedicated to something or I have a specific time that is dedicated to something, but I know for sure that my main thing, which is my job, is an everyday thing and then when I am fully present at, in that at, at a specific time I should, necess- I should really be fully present no time for me to be looking at um, the fact that I haven't edited a YouTube video during office hours because that would just be messy so I think prioritization is a thing I don't always get it right I don't want to lie but um, I try to be on that level Yo, I'm actually glad
0: that you asked that Bali, because I, I wanted to ask that as well like just how you're coping with doing everything. It's like, it would be so much easier if all of the things that you do, there's a level of passion, but no... You're passionate about all of them all at the same level. So you can't say, Ah oh, no, this one I love it less, this one I love it more. All of them you wanna do them, all of them you wanna show up for them in the same way. Yeah. I can tell you as well that the days of the week thing, oh, I've tried that as well and <laughs> it's still it's still it's still not yes. working because I feel like okay, today if I focus on the podcast, there's still not enough hours. <laughs> But I'm trying to not use that phrase because I just don't wanna. I don't wanna say that, like, because there is enough hours. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you want to ask anything more about, um, what is it called, time management? Um, I, I actually do, I
1: actually do, I actually do. I think Tulani is one of the people that at, at first glance, when I got to know you first from social media, when I got introduced to you, I was kind of um, thinking you were like in your shell, you were just like a bit introverted, a bit quiet, on the quiet side and everything, But actually, once I got to know you outside of Twitter, and I actually discovered that you have a YouTube channel, discovered the things that you are doing, I think I kind of got an idea that you're actually a person who is very out there. You're not afraid to just go up to people and say, hey, let's do a video, even if like you're meeting that person for the first time during that video, like recording that video. So I think I kind of got that idea about you that you're person who is very out there who is very who's not afraid to actually think up something and then go get it in the sense that you are going to think up an idea that hey i want to do like a cultural exchange with this person that i'm meeting for the first time today or maybe i met online and then i'm meeting in person for the first time so i want to know like how has that like um one am i right in my analysis of you And then two, how has that helped you in your career trajectory? Like the ability to just put yourself out there as you wish anyhow how has that helped you in your career
2: yeah okay that's actually very uh, interesting and valid because well first I am still very much of an introvert this is the reason why you actually wouldn't necessarily see me out there at first glance. but in my introversion if, if there's such a word I am also like one person who's just like crazy and also just reach out and speak to strangers anyhow and and like just just open whenever i feel necessary so like you've mentioned with 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 like my youtube channel and just reaching out to strangers i think over the years of like really traveling one thing that has been really exciting for me has just been on that level of like getting to understand how people see their world through just like talking to them and, and, and you'll be surprised how you learn so much from just like literally turning strangers into friends. And, and I like, I have a lot of like friends from all over the world from just like really that opening myself up. And I think it's the same thing that I've kind of used when it comes to my, my, my career. I've had moments of just like really saying I need to meet up with so and so, or I need to 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 actually, or so or so and so inspires me, and I would want to really meet up with them and really, if it's a matter of me trying to learn something from them or have a conversation about a specific thing, so that's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'll give an example with one of my mentors or one of the ladies that I consider my mentors today when. I was like starting off my career in well i think around 2014 i was just generally reaching out to a whole lot of like women within the tech space and um there's this woman called ethel coffee um she is from ghana so she runs a like um a, a consulting company in ghana and the uk and and I think CNN had featured her in one of the, I mean, in one of their articles. And in them featuring her, I read her story and it was really inspiring for me. I'm like, I need to meet this woman. I need to have her closer to me and I need to learn as much as I can from her. And what I did in that process was to just be in, in a, position of like first reach out to her on twitter so i followed her and i realized that she was not following back so i just I just tagged i'm like hey i'm trying to actually like have a conversation with you in case you haven't noticed please follow back and she generally like really followed back and we just yeah. um hit it up from there and just like um had a proper proper conversations for some reason i don't know if i should call it the universal god or whatever but like eventually she came to south africa and she was speaking at some event and i happened to be part of the event i think the wired women event and she was speaking there and somehow i got to like physically meet her and i mean ethel coffee has sort of just been like my direct and indirect mentor for like the longest of time times now i mean there's kind of like quite a few number of people that i've actually just reached out for like yo twilima doncella for example i have actually like shot my shots with her and she responded and it was like one of those things where for me I don't believe there's there's anyone who's unreachable or there's any organization that is unreachable I just believe that we are in a position where you can have access to anybody and if they don't respond to you I, you don't get to lose anything so for me it's like okay uh, if I think I need something or I have something to contribute or I, I, I feel like you have something to contribute in my life I will definitely reach out to you, you one thing will happen know two things will happen the fact that you might or might not respond and either way i have nothing to lose but potentially have a lot of things to gain in the process yo i love that
0: advice from you i really love that advice you know what that advice did <laughs> it got me sending the last time we spoke it got me sending yeah. dms dms where i just sent it and i just look away i don't even want to know that the person responds or not
2: you really have nothing to lose
0: i <laughs> uh, same you have nothing you have to nothing lose to. man like
2: if they respond <laughs> yeah. they respond
0: if they don't you'll just try okay. another way <laughs> okay <laughs> it's okay <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, speaking of um putting yourself out there right i wanted to speak about yeah. asking for more in the workplace yeah like yeah maybe you're in a position right now like um you're still starting out and you feel like you're mm-hmm. not challenged. Um, how has your experience been with regards to like just asking for more for your personal yeah. growth?
2: Um, So I think um this comes back to that idea of really putting yourself out there. So my experience has been on that a lot of companies would never really deprive you of like opportunities to try out stuff. This is my experience. I don't know um, how other companies operate, but I've worked in companies where you are generally allowed to can reach out for more so let's say for example at this point i realized that i have been doing maybe angular dev work for quite some time and i feel it's time for me to actually incorporate that with like your backhand work and and, and, and everything working in agile platforms you can actually be in a position where you just try to like do that in the background without anyone really supervising and just like taking that initiative yourself before before you can actually ask like they saying hey i think i can actually do this or, or whatever then it kind of just puts people like you just like organically move right along to actually that next thing that you are aiming for in a way. So, but I guess if you are in, a, in an organization that is like really structured not to just like try out stuff or is not that flexible, having conversation and like just having feedback with whoever is your senior at the time actually is, I think, a way to go. So I've worked in in organizations where feedback culture was really embraced that, when you have that one-on-one feedback you are able to actually just like casually mention things like hey i've actually been meaning to try this and that and how do we where do you like where do you think i should start or or like what do you think about this and in most cases i've seen that a lot of like your seniors or your managers would be in a position to create that kind of space for you to really grow and explore and this is if the the organization that you are in is really on that level of embrace and growth and embracing who you are as a person so I generally generally think that having conversations and like really just putting yourself out there and saying this is what I'm trying to do and sometimes you don't even have to ask especially in organizations that are really agile you just like need to take initiative and people will support you
1: that's really nice that's really nice that's really insightful i wanted to ask you something about failure fear of failure has that ever been like an obstacle in your journey and if it ever has like how did you deal with that because i feel like as a junior myself i'm not going to talk about many other juniors as a junior myself i have this fear of not doing the right thing you know not 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 just being up to par or like disappointing the people that have vested like interest in me and stuff have you ever had an experience with fear of failure as a junior and did you have a mechanism for dealing with that you know like that brought you to the point where you are now where you just like okay i do what needs to be done i shoot my shot if i fail i fail and you don't even interpret it as failure so yeah how did you get to that point have you always been like this have you always had this philosophy of it's not really a failure you know if I shoot my shot and it doesn't go my way
2: yeah yeah I think on my side to be very honest with you when it comes to failing and and I think having like if you are like you're constantly someone who puts yourself out there you sort of have to have some sort of thick skin where it's like I will fail a lot in the process so one thing for sure about me is that I do fail a whole lot, a whole lot. I I do get a lot of no's, but I think because I also put myself out there a lot, I get a lot of yeses but I think more than anything I haven't really like been in a position where failure was has been like this thing that is a hindrance for me. I sort of like really try figure out how to do things better when I fail. I will mention though that I think contrary to to failure one thing that I've kind of like really struggled with the most and most times in my career is the idea of like not being as good and or rather not being good enough this imposter syndrome way i don't really like because i'm like self-aware at this point i don't really suffer from that a lot so so maybe sometimes that feeling would visit me but it's not where I stay or reside at this point but it has been a thing where I was not necessarily scared of failing but I was just scared of like people finding out that I'm not as good as they think I am in a way and that kind of just like really lived with me for 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 very long especially when I lived um, I mean I worked for like the firm that was just really everybody else is considered to be as great and everybody it looks like they know what they're doing and you feel like you're, you don't have your life figured out so for me it's just been on that level i haven't really been in a position of scared being scared that i would fail at doing something i just felt like i might not do it as good as people think i will because maybe i'm not as good as they think i am
1: very interesting great interesting I've i think it. the F very F F. <laughs> yeah mm. i think the very first thing i said to Yenzi when you know we decided to bring you on the show was that the one thing that i wanted to ask you was how you deal with the fact mm. that like i feel like I, I i relate to you feeling like you're probably not as good as people think you are you know i have this feeling of yeah. people are going to find me out like i'm going to be found out yeah. that, hey, um, she's not really as good in everything. And I think I'm at a point in my career where I'm still working through that. So what you just said is, very insightful and very helpful Worth for me in my journey of dealing with the fact that you know imposter syndrome is there but you just have to find a way to like not reside in it yeah. and just find a way to overcome yeah. it because literally it's, it's 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 going to be there and one thing that's been comforting for me that most senior leaders always say is that you know nobody has everything figured out like everyone is kind yeah. of figuring things out as they go and you know that is that is a that is one thing that has been helpful to me. But yeah, I'm glad you I'm really happy that you got to address that because that's the number one thing that I, I really wanted to ask you. <laughs> Yeah. Lizzie, do I you want to ask
2: really, anything oh yeah no so i wanted to say that it's really such a, such an important conversation to have in general right like i remember like a senior in one of my like one of the companies i worked for literally at at some point held my hand after i reached out to her and i was like hey i think i'm floating i think i don't know what i'm doing here and i don't know what i don't know i don't even know if i should be having this conversation with you because you are you are my senior who's actually looking at me to actually be in a position where I'm presenting my best self to be able to do the job that I'm supposed to do the response that I got was actually like really interesting because I expected like I don't know what I expected from her but I didn't expect her to, to hold my hand and tell me that you know what you, whatever you're feeling is relatable, regardless of the fact that you are in the state or in this position that you're in. She's literally, she was literally like Shulani, Every time when I wake, woke up, when I was your age, I actually thought my senior was going to fire me because I thought I was not good enough for this role. And I'm actually still in the same company. So that should tell you something. And I think at the time when I actually like reached out to her, it was just really, I was just going through it and, and it was just really too much for me to handle, too much for me to take and I actually even wrote in a whole blog about this. I'm like this is too much this is like such a deadly imposter and i'm just i'm just not here for it i need to be in a position where i know how to move past this in a way so it's really such an important important conversation to have and it's important for us to actually continue talking about our experiences and like create that relatability element to someone who actually feel like they are on their own and this is how they feel alone because like as soon as i realized even not from her alone but like from from some people that i would be having conversation with i'm in mean conversations with that i was not necessarily like the feeling that i was feeling was not so foreign it was a game changer for me i was able to like really move and just be okay with 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 just feeling uneasy sometimes but working towards making sure that i don't dwell in that space of like feeling like you know what you are not as good or you are not as this because sometimes it's like really just thoughts that lies to us and you don't want to leave there because it's not good guys like i'm so glad that you guys are sharing this because i always
0: ask myself like does someone else Feel like this does someone else feel like they just don't belong here they don't know anything yeah i, I mean it goes in days honestly like some days you like i can i can really do this and then some days you're like mm. what's going on yeah. why 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 am i doing this why do
1: i get to do this who do i think i am for real for real it happens to me too i want to Asked um Shilani. Shilani, would you mind if we included that blog post you wrote? I don't know if it's still up in your blog. If we included it in the, in the show notes, I'd really really love to uh, read it and I'm sure someone who's listening would benefit from reading your experience with that.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. I have it. I'll share it with you. It is on my website. I'll, sh- I'll send you the link and then we can include that.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yenzi, do you want to ask really anything?
2: Okay, so the last thing that I think we did speak about
0: networking a bit, uh, because you, your journey has plugs to a lot of places. But the one thing that I really, really wanted to ask is, what is the one thing about you that you believe has put you where you are today? Like in general, if you had to wrap up all the lessons that you've learned in career and life, what is the one thing about you yeah. that you believe has has made you stand out and continues to make you stand out and get you to the places that you want to be at?
2: Oh, that's an interesting one. <laughs> Very good question. I think it's the idea that I I always looked at myself as someone who's deserving. It might sound really cliche, but like I don't think there's, like whatever it is that I think I want is things that i think i also deserve this goes as far as applying at google and really like wanting to really know that i i I should belong in those spaces so for me it's it's really it's really reaching out and not being afraid to 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 like have someone say no or someone really say you might wanna fix this, and let's talk when you are you're ready, and you fix that part, and and that's been a constant thing when when as far as my career is concerned, I raised my hand a lot, and in my raising my hand a lot, it's because I felt like I deserve to be in any space that I think I should be in a way and that's that's just been a thing yeah i I think so i think it's just been really on that level i feel like everybody else who i think should be in my cycle should be in my cycle i deserve to be in their cycle as well i feel like whatever the company whatever the country whatever the place that i should be i should be because i deserve to be there as well as much as other people do
1: i actually want to ask like a question holy like as a junior when you were Starting out, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure at the back of your, he- yeah. of your head, you might remember a few mistakes that you made, be it when it comes to like your career in general or tech and development. Like what are some of the mistakes that you think you made as a junior and should be something that someone who's going into this career might want to look out for.
2: So I think one is the idea that I should come in knowing everything is one that is top of mind. So I think I could have reached out more as much as I did reach out um, from a technical level. I feel like I should have reached out more and never really shied away from the idea that these people actually expect me to know stuff because I realized or rather I realized later that there are structures that I created especially for someone who's junior to actually really fail and thrive within the space so you are allowed to like fail and you are allowed to really just try thrive also in within within the space of you being junior so but like no one is actually always going to reach out and, and figure out what is it that you need so you sort of have to be the one who take full ownership to reach out and say hey I need help on this part or I'm stuck at this and then I need help and that way you sort of be in a position where you are exposed to a whole lot and I think the people who are in senior levels are always ready to sort of like really share the knowledge that they have i think one thing that i've could i could have done really well is really just like not be as crazy about the idea that i should come in knowing everything because that is highly impossible you are coming from a space like whether you're self-taught or you are from like you you a certain institution they only taught you the basics the basics of doing anything and you can't necessarily expect yourself to be in a position where you are full-blown packed with all this knowledge and like for like of of tech and 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 ways of doing things or like the digital trans- transformations of this world yeah I, I wish earlier on our I, I knew that you know what I am allowed to fail and I'm allowed to actually reach out for help and I shouldn't necessarily be floating all alone
1: that's really interesting I really I really I really really love that Yinzi, are we wrapping up or do you still want to use it as a vessel of information for our juniors who are listening in and, and, and taking in all this knowledge? <laughs>
0: I think, Shane, the one thing that you said in the past was just how important it is for us women to just never think that anything is above us, you know, and always know that we are very deserving of the dreams that we have. And there's nothing that is like so unobtainable. And I think I just really want to appreciate you for teaching me that because ever since we had that talk, That's just been my mindset that maybe that dream is, like, really just something that I just need to work towards. There's absolutely no reason to think that, oh, my goodness, this is totally impossible. Because it just really isn't if we think about it 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 really isn't it's just a matter of asking for advice how do i how do i get here what do i need to do to to get to exactly where i want to be and then doing that that advice you've been given so yeah that's just the one thing that i wanted to appreciate and thank you for Uh.
2: I'm glad. <laughs> I really am glad. Yeah, and, and and just to really, really echo that, we 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 get to be so hard on ourselves. Um, like especially as as women, the idea that I need to be perfect, like it's, I I, I do wish every everyone would actually screw that and really just like go for whatever you want mm. and mm. and and understanding that you can you can achieve whatever it is that you put your mind and to doing in a way without actually the pressure that it has to be gold. It has to be this, it has to be that. The only time we can have anything perfect is when we actually are working towards that perfection. But like, There has to be balance. There has to be like proper balance that I don't have to wait for me to be this perfect human because you cannot. I don't. I don't think there's anyone who's actually reached that point where they Mm. feel in their hearts of hearts Mm. that you know what I've reached the point of perfection and that just generally means that if you never really reach that state then it means that you might also not reach that state where you are you go for whatever it is that you feel you want to go for i
1: love that thank you thank you Shalani. i think the one thing that i'm taking away from today's chat is that okay not sometimes always i don't need to wait until i feel like i'm perfect at something to actually like step up and and and, and grab an opportunity in that thing which has kind of been my downfall me personally you know i pass on things because i'm like hmm, am i really really for that, you know, and I think that's one. That's the one thing that I take away from this chat. That you know, sometimes just grab opportunities. Don't you actually find out if you really cut out for it once you've actually tried it out. So basically, yeah, that's the one thing I take from that from 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 this chat. That you just need to go out and take opportunities and don't wait until you feel like you you perfect at things before you actually take opportunities. So yeah, thank you so much, Lenny. Thank you so much for the chat I actually personally learned a lot and I really really appreciate you coming through
2: thank you for having me um, I think this has been really refreshing we never get <laughs> and to <being> ask uh, <laughs> our guests
1: their social yeah.
2: I don't
0: remember us asking oh, except for Mab. we never get to ask people where they can actually
2: be found as far as I'm concerned you can find me on my website so I am sulani.com and I tend to write sometimes I used to write a lot but not anymore maybe i should actually go back so you can find me there i'm also on twitter at trulyr.com so it's h-l-u-l-y-r facebook it's really just vibes um, like, there's nothing there. So it's like, um, Shilani Baloi. And then Instagram as well. It's really just vibes. Um, at I am, I am underscore Shilani.
0: I once saw your Instagram. It's not just vibes. What do you mean? Like, I'm not on Instagram, but I saw that it's not vibes. What? Your Instagram is beautiful. It's
2: really just vibes. <laughs> like, there's really nothing there, honestly. <laughs> What,
0: well, okay, well, well, I saw like, you. All I do is share, is beautiful.
2: Is share is share is ice creams and some of like <laughs> my travel content and like. <laughs> tell me if that is not vibes. Okay, got
1: you, got you. You haven't told us where to find you on YouTube. You forgetting youtube
2: Uh, gosh you see like i it hasn't really registered to me that i actually like do this youtube thing like even though i've been doing it for some time and i really put content every every week but like it's it's one of those things so yeah you can also find me so i do vlogging um on my youtube channel so I'm planning to actually try add um tech content as well, but at this point, it's it's been um just travel content. My channel is Shulani Baloi. so you just search for Shulani Baloyi on YouTube, and then you'll be able to find me. Um, there. So I don't think I've left any other platform. What tech contents are you introducing? Uh, so I actually am hoping to really like introduce like beginner coding content basically. where um, We could actually just like come up with an idea to build something together um oh, and okay. like if it's like javascript or whatever mm-hmm. um so i'm hoping that i'll be able to do that like just create like a like short series of something um now that i've mentioned it here maybe that will actually like <laughs> encourage me to do it <laughs> yeah of course. so yeah but i've kind of like really been been meaning to do that and and really just have like showcase a bit of like some parts of me as a as a, as a Tech girl, who's actually like within this coding
1: space. No, thank you, you. thank you there. for letting me. Yeah, yeah. It has and we been. apologize thank for so making for this the through.
0: worst podcast recording that you've ever experienced. <laughs> no.
2: like, like everything was just like really like going south. I think I'm glad that we finally got to do this like looking at the time that we're actually doing it because like wow it's been it's been a lot hey it's really been a lot
0: (laughs) and life still has to happen tomorrow that's the problem about it i know
1: yeah for context guys it's it's quarter past 1 a.m and yeah we started recording right after midnight so yeah it's 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 bad hey it's bad
0: no we started recording on was it sunday yes sunday yeah, right yeah we're yeah, we actually meant
1: to. Sorry, just... it's Wednesday. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we were meant to actually like um record on, on Sunday and Sunday didn't happen and then Monday nothing happened. Yeah. Tuesday evening it <laughs> didn't happen. Now we like midnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please share the
0: podcast so that if you're listening thus far, please share the podcast. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to that incredible convo with Tulani. Don't forget to share this episode on social media, it really helps spread the word. This week's gig guide. We just wanted to remind you of the MTN Business App Academy starting on the 22nd of June. You can still enter at Today. that's their handle, but we'll also leave a direct link in the show notes. Let's continue to catch up on Twitter at Pod or through the hashtag and stackpod. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.